Hello, we're live. Hi. We're live in an actual official broadcast studio today. You are like you, that's what you said to me. Yeah. How do you know? You I know? don't know what. That is when I first jumped on the call, oh. I said you're in a broadcast studio, and you went, "How do you know?" And I was like, "Well, because it's really obvious." You're either that or in a mental health institute. I know, like, literally these padded rooms. So I don't know whether it's a combination of going there in the padded room and just smash the life out of it because your head's done in, or (laughs) that it's soundproof. But all the offices upstairs are getting quite busy now. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't really want to, obviously when I'm doing a live, I like to be left alone. So I was like, I'm I'm not a big fan of the light. I won't lie. The lighting's not very good, but it's nice to have a space where you can record in peace. down light hasn't it? it's a light from the top isn't it so yeah. it shines down yeah that's just similar to the lights in here and that's why i don't i don't use them it's quite yellowy but never mind it's still good good use so and are they in your office they were just there and you didn't know they were downstairs here. no they're down they're downstairs on the first on the ground floor i'm on the first floor so they've got like little pods to rec- to to do things like this in so i thought i may as well use them but yeah it's good so cool. So we're going to talk about today. What's the plans today? We're going to talk about today frustrating things about being an advisor and how to get past them. And a lot of them it might, I don't know, to me, they're like quite standard, but obviously I've been seeing it more like with my advisors, like things where you're like, yeah, that is a bit shit, actually. Like, <laughs> it's annoying. But because I've never, because I've been doing it on my own for so long, I've sort of forgot how annoying it is until there's someone else going why and i'm like i don't know to be honest but that's just the way it is so yeah just frustrating things about being an advisor that are annoying but you've got to work through so what are they because I, I i know there's tons i could list off as we go through but i'm excited to hear what yours are what are your things right one of them is the obviously the obvious one is when you're giving trying to work out what a client wants and they're telling you that they want everything Give me everything. I want everything. I want critical ones. I want this. I want that. Well, it's this much. Oh, we don't want that much. <laughs> they, only, they only wanted to spend ten pound. Okay, hon. Well, you don't go to Marks and Spencers and get a full shop and expect to pay five ninety nine, do you? Like that's not how it works. So things like that are very annoying. Or they say, "Well, I found this online," and I'm like, "Hmm, okay. You might have found it online, but you haven't done a full medical. You've got an online price." these are things that like yeah. i'm used to now because then i'll say that's yeah you, it will be 50 quid online because they haven't took into account your bmi your high blood pressure your medical i'm giving you a price based on doing all the medical research and this is what the price is going to be so yeah, yeah it is going to be cheaper but feel free to like check if you want <laughs> um that's so frustrating and oh, two things one thing that's been annoying recently you know like when providers have if they've got a certain type of medical and you've got to have a certain minimum amount of cover, like a minimum mm. summer steward, that is so, so unfair, I think. Like, so unfair. Like, if you're going to apply a rating anyway, like, for me, if you weren't going to apply any rating and you said, we won't apply a rating, but we want a minimum, minimum why am I struggling to say that word? Minimum, minimum amount of X. Fair enough, because the clients, yes, they might be paying a little bit more, but they're getting more cover and they're not going to get rated. But when you're saying has to be a minimum of this, plus we're going to do X, Y and Z, is like, that's a bit, how do I go back to a client and say to a client, I found your provider, but you need, you know, you wanted 100 grand. You, you have to have this. Like, that's not fair. I don't think. I don't think How that's does right. that stack up on a compliance thing? You know, like if you. I don't know. It's the, like, provider, the provider stance. It's out of your hands. 
because that's makes that that's really confusing if you think about like if it's you know you've got a, if you've got a, your compliance if your like interpretation of compliance says you've got to insure the mortgage and the mortgage alone they've got a mortgage of 100 grand but they say no we can only insure you if you take 200 yeah. like, what <laughs> you'd have to I've, when i am in that situation i have to put that it's the providers the providers minimum like it's literally that's all if the client's going to get any sometimes it might be that there's only this one provider who can do it and if that's the case it's either no cover or this cover like that's the option i've got so that's really frustrating um doctor's reports how long do they take i mean with right now the reason why i say doctor's reports the gp my gp is the slowest thing i mean if i book an appointment with my gp it is four weeks before i can see them and I know yeah. that it's all over the news, isn't it? The waiting times and all that stuff. Are, are doctors' reports getting the same type of treatment? Because obviously they get sent to like GPs. Are they still? Are they taking forever? Honest to God, like from my per, from my experience of it, like I've like I know that everyone has a different view on doctors' reports. So, say for example, you have a client, Mr. Smith, and he's got a medical, and Mr. Smith has two providers who've said, one provider says doctor's report potentially standard, but this provider says it's a 50% rate and we're no doctor's report needed. Some would argue that it's better for them to spend more money and get the rated policy because they're going to be covered straight away. So there's not going to be a gap in cover. And the real reason behind it 99% of the time is that the advisor will get paid a lot quicker. It's a lot less work. Because if you have a if you have a client that needs a doctor's report, if you're doing it right, you need to chase that doctor's report like weekly, maybe fortnightly. You're ringing the doctor, hiya, I'm ringing on behalf of Mr. Smith, We're waiting on a report, this client's uninsured, blah, blah, blah. And it is soul destroying, it is. But then I always try and think that I'm doing what's best for the client. Like in my head, I have done this for three years relentlessly. I'll always do what's best for the client. But sometimes you do sit and think, if I had done the other provider who was going to rate you 50% and give you it straight off, for me, one, there's a risk that they're going to can they may cancel because someone might come along and say, actually, you're paying fifty percent more than you should be, and fifty percent can be a hell of a lot of money when you're talking about say hundred pound a month. Yeah. But on the flip side, does the client then start to think you're unprofessional? You don't know what you're doing. You know, when you're coming back to them every week saying, no further forward, no further forward, they don't understand that it's with the doctors. And of course, when they ring the doctors, the doctor says, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. We haven't had anything. No, you have, Susan. You have. You have. <laughs> I've spoke to you 17 times. You have. But I've had this one, not one, I've had a few, but one in particular, nine months it's took. Nine, nine months. months. Nine months. And I have religiously rang this client's doctors for nine months, right? Done everything I can, escalated it, put it in writing. They didn't give a shit when asked okay wow. i ended up speaking to the client and i was like look i'll always ask a client and give them a ring and say are you can you send my report because they listen to the patient more because it's obviously the patient's records mm. um, but this client in particular was a bit like why is it taking so long and i'm like how do you explain to someone that without sounding like you've been because it almost mm. sounds fake 
Yeah. I have not been paid a penny for what I've done for you so far. So all this work I've put in all these hours, I haven't been paid a thing for because I'm wanting to do what's best for you. Do you really think that if I could get this through quicker, that I wouldn't be doing it? Like, really, do you think I'm enjoying that I have to ring you and say, please, can you give him a ring? Or sorry for another update, but your doctors still haven't sent it. Like, but it's hard from a customer point of view. They're just thinking, well, why, why is it taking so long? You know, they don't understand the process you've got. Yeah. Well, why, why can't they just take my word? Well, they can't. <laughs> they can't. There's no, they can't. And it's so, like, sometimes you get them back. I had one the other week, could come back in 10 days. Amazing. The ones that are, like, electronically signed on, as in e, e sig. I don't know what So I'm it's guessing called. it's depending on the, the GP and how... Yeah. how system yeah. yeah if you've got like a young gp or someone who's well into tech and systems and processes my well my local one wouldn't be like that they're all like um on paper like man man are all paper but they're still because they're, they're getting it's private work they're getting paid for it so it's really frustrating because you think you're getting paid for it you've already been paid i guess with the gps though with the gp reports definitely because i noticed that all i can do is from my own experience from my local gp but they are like a they're not that bothered about money and so if you, and I think that's quite a lot of GPs who are older and they're like part, you know, if you've got practice, that's got like a couple of older part-time GPs. Yeah. It's private work, but I, if I just sit here and see my people now they can do it over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I can imagine that the wait times for these things are getting ridiculous because a lot of the time, because yeah. paperwork that gets lost as well. I mean, it's yeah, no so different than your accountants. How many oh, yeah. times do your accountants send you something? You're like, Oh yeah, I didn't do that, and I should have done it. <laughs> yeah, like it, it gets put on the doctor's pile. So like Millie, sometimes will do the doc like chasing, ringing up like up the providers, and um, I went upstairs and I said, oh, "How many have you got through?" In two hours, she'd got through two because of hold times. Yeah, and it's like, at what point does it become where? I mean, are you meant to? This is just me just speaking out loud now. Like, am I meant to say to a client? Well, I know whatever 90% of people would say, no, do the cheat. Most people would say, if I went to a client and said, right, got provider A who's going to be 50 quid a month, got provider B who's going to be £75 a month, provider A want a doctor's report, it may take up to six months. Can you, I don't know, because you're talking about cancelling policies and stuff, so you don't want to be doing that. But I was going to say, like, I don't know how it works. There's no way because it's a really tough one. It's a really tough one because yeah. the problem as well though is if it and I don't know. Tell me because I when I was in selling insurance, I was just selling Aviva. So like you know, and and then when I went like hold a market, I didn't really do that. I used to hand it off to somebody else because when you go hold a market from being one provider, it's a as you know, very different thing, very different thing. And most mortgage advisors are are just from an Aviva only background, and then and then um. That's why they only sell Aviva um, because of that. Um, but like, surely there's got to be like an an argument where it would be cheaper. You, you say to them, "I would just." Oh, I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is, if that policy gets doesn't happen, it's nine months. If what happens if something happened to them during that nine months? Exactly. That's that's the risk. that's the thing I don't get. Surely, from a compliance point of view, or like yeah, or like your age costed as well. Uh, Offer a, um, obviously the quote would still be honoured because the quote's the quote. It's not, it's not the client's fault how long it's Surely short. the quote will go, doesn't the quote go off after a certain no, amount of time? Quote, it's, 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 act, it's active when it's 
it's it's an active quote when they're chasing for details. Oh, so it's not because I remember the like quote goes after. Yeah, that client oh. the other day didn't. The a price wasn't amended due how long it had took. Because like, GP's fault, so they can't. Yeah. I mean, it might do if it's gone over a year or they've changed it, but it might just be that she hasn't had a birthday. I need to check, but I've never come across it where the price is altered due to the timing. Um, it might do. I might. I might. Might not have just come across that yet, but yeah. I don't know, um, some. So that's what I mean. There's a, there's an argument. The argument is: Do you do what get the client covered there and then, or do you do what's like? Do you give them the best price in terms of the best offering of cover? Like this is the most comprehensive cover for the best price. There's no right or wrong, but I am um, wow. Like the obviously again, like with with the advisors, they're now doing it, and they're like, this is ridiculous. Like there must be a better way of doing this than what we're doing. Like, and I'm thinking, is there a better way of doing this? And I'm just being, you know putting my head in a I've always done it this way so I'm always going to do it that way yeah. and I don't I don't want to be that type of advisor if there's a better way of doing something I want to be doing it and I've heard of like these things you can pay for where you pay them and they'll give like you'll pay them a fee and they'll actively chase the doctor's report for you they'll have it back for you within like 14 or whatever days but the risk with that is if they come back to clients it's costing the company money with then with no guarantee whatsoever that there's going to be a anything going to for get anything for it um, but I suppose then it's again if I've spent six months ringing some ringing a doctor's surgery every week, how much of that has that cost me rather than giving them a fee and getting it done in two weeks? So yeah, yeah, it's a tough one as well. Though the other thing would I would say with that, I mean, again, I, I, you're both sides of it. But the other thing is, if someone, if the GP isn't interested in doing it, then I can't see how any amount of chasing will change the the fact that the GP is a slow GP. Yeah, sure I've, had, I've had a lot. I have had a few where clients have had to go in and speak to them and they've been fuming at the way. But you get that as well, where the doctor's surgery blame you. Don't know all the time. Oh, all the time. And I'm like, are you joking? I've got an email in front of me that says we have received the report. It's with the doctor. Like, it was ridiculous. But it gets to a point where the client must be thinking, you're full of shit, you. You know, like, because they're like, my doctor wouldn't lie. And they're going to trust you. They're going to trust the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Apart from, yeah, absolutely. Like, do you understand that like this we get paid on commission like when the policy is live like i have no interest in making this take longer than it needs to <laughs> and, but i need it to be done right at the same time so yeah that frustrates me very much and it's starting to frustrate and we need to basically look at a way of getting this done better so if anyone's got any advice or feel free to comment or message me with any tips of getting through this or, or better different outlook maybe like sometimes like i always say when you're working on your own and you've mm. been doing something for so long the same way that doesn't necessarily mean i'm right the way i do it there could be some a, a much better way of looking at it and a, a different way to justify it with a point of view that is completely different to mine but yeah it might be more efficient there might be a more efficient as you say there's there's you know there might be just a better way i'm sure there will be someone out there who knows um because it is a tough one i mean that that has always been one that everyone I just used to, I was terrible with it, with stuff like that. I just wouldn't even. Yeah. And the thing with the frustrating thing as well, like tied on a G, like GP reports is when you do like pre-sales and you do it very thorough, there's nothing different on your application to what there is on your pre-sale. And you've got your pre-sale reference and then they say, oh no, it's actually a 50% load. And why? I've done my pre-sales. This is my pre-sale reference. And I will say though, people who are in the industry, challenge it every time. Ring your BDM. 
escalate it because sometimes the listener will call and I've had it where if they've absolutely outright, there's nothing different on the application to what was on the pre-sales, they were told this, they'll honour it because how can they not? Like, yeah. I know it's all an indication, but that can be so annoying when you've like, obviously, there's no reason why it should change and then the price changes and you're like, please explain to me why. There's nothing. What's, yeah, what's going on? Like, what, what has happened there? And doesn't matter how much you've done your job perfectly, sometimes it just goes tits up and there's no reason other than, well, it is an indication. And you're like, hmm, yeah, but that doesn't really stand when there's nothing changed. Like, <laughs> Oof, There's so many things like that that I'm sure, as you say, and, uh, like, and then are you finding it now, you say like it's more the, with these things, that these are just things you got used to and now because you've got staff that it's yeah. just bringing it back up, is that kind of the main like you're like, oh, I forgot about that problem that, that becomes normal, doesn't it? Yeah, Until like someone you become, um, like numb to it, you know, like you think mm. like you don't realize it. Like, and oh, I get it and... all the time. I have people like, so if you upload a reel, you know, with uploading Instagram reels, one of the problems is that they sometimes Instagram just doesn't upload it, it takes forever. And I just am so used to this, like normal. And then every time I take a new client on, you get them to go, Ash, it's taking forever. I'm like, yeah, yeah it does. What can we do? Pff, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Just go to someone else. Come back. And if you're lucky, it might have uploaded. If you're not, well, it's disappeared. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Start again. Like, and it is one of those, like, but you get so used to it when it's yours. And then every time you see you've got someone new to it, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember when that was a big problem to me as well. <laughs> yeah, but you accept it and move on with it. And that's what yeah. I mean, that's where you get at. So, like, but if you're getting it all the time, so like, that's the issue. Like, every time I bring a new client on, it becomes a problem for each one of them. It's like a, oh that problem again it keeps coming yeah. up again whereas actually when it's just you you accept it and move on but when you've got other people dealing as your staff now dealing with these problems it's like and yeah, i don't it know about you I, it reminds you and then you think actually that is a bit of a piss take that really and i, I also find is that they that. seem to happen a lot at the, at the same time so like if the gps are taking a long time it might be that they all take a long time at one point because obviously it's all close. So it's like every person's coming to you going, this isn't working. This isn't working. Then you're like, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I know, but you want to like, I, I always want to try and fix things and make things better at the end of the day. If we can do it a better way, then mm. let's try and do it. But I've never, I suppose I've never really looked at doing it any differently. So if anyone's got any tips on that, that would be great. Cause that is one thing that really gets on my nerves is doctor's reports. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add to this episode apart from slagging off doctors' reports and sorry GPs, but you do suck majority of you. Yeah. Um, just I suppose just because, like one thing I always remember, even when you're running a business and it's successful and it's doing well, just because you've always done something one way doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way, and there's always ways to improve. And yeah. that's what you should try and do as much as possible. Always, yeah. Well, you're a living, breathing example of that. You always spoke to your clients, and now you do it all through booking links and type forms. And before that, obviously, you couldn't possibly run without you speaking to every single one. And now, look. Yeah, transitioning, changing, evolving, always. So, yeah, it's uh, always everything's always changing. You need to be prepared to change with it. Exactly. All good. See you later. <laughs>